Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Healthy self-care means we have to take care of our intellectual domain, our brain, or we could call it the academic side of our life. Why? Well, what we don't use, we lose. And who wants to be brainless? I'll start with this story. What you doing, Grandpa? I asked, trying to decide if I should hang out with him or go to the pasture to ride my pony. It seemed a little hot to traipse around the pasture chasing down a lazy pony, so pestering Grandpa with questions seemed like a good option. Setting up a telescope, he replied. Cool, I enthused. Where'd you buy it? I didn't buy it, he said. I made it. Really? You made a telescope? How did you figure out how to do that? He laughed. I read books and magazines to learn how. What was the hardest part? Grinding the glass for the lenses just right, he told me. I watched my paternal grandpa set up his telescope and continued my barrage of questions. When he went into rest, I grappled with the concept of an old man learning how to do something from books and magazines. As a 13-year-old, I thought people got to stop learning when they finished college. It turns out I had a lot to learn about learning. Evidently, you don't need school to keep on learning. A growth mindset will help you learn faster than a lecture alone. You don't need the four walls of a classroom or even a teacher. Our biggest barrier to learning resides in our heads. Likewise, our biggest asset to learning resides in our head. Sometimes, those two sides of us seem to fight. But here's how to foster a growth mindset so we can start learning. We need to review our inner dialogue. I've told myself plenty of negative things over my lifetime and internalized untruths other people have told me. For example, when our girls started piano lessons, I mentioned to my sister-in-law that I'd kind of like to take lessons too. (laughs) She replied, it's too late for you to learn how to play the piano. If you don't learn when you're really little, you'll never be able to play well. I let her naysaying persuade me to give up my piano lesson idea as a pointless endeavor. Now I have more life experience, and I realize I could have done a few things to foster a growth mindset, a mindset that would have made all the difference. These hacks will help you foster a growth mindset. Hack number one, examine your narrative. My sister-in-law's comment went into the can't-learn-to-play-piano track I already had playing in my head, the one that said I couldn't read music very well and would never succeed. I had tried piano lessons at various times in my childhood, but I never stuck to them, mostly because I didn't practice. I had other things to engage my time, like riding my pony, playing with my siblings, or reading books, because I never practiced. I never made progress and eventually quit. When I look back at the narratives in my head, I realize I suffered from an attitude problem, not an aptitude problem. My parents initiated the piano lessons, and I let my attitude take over. Whose voice tells you you can't do something you really like to do? A parent? Maybe a sibling made fun of your beginning efforts at playing the violin. Did a teacher discourage you? Look back at the narrators and narrative and decide if you need to learn a new track. At seven, 
I didn't have the attitude to learn to play the piano, but at 30, I had the attitude necessary to engage fully in the learning, but I listened to the wrong person. Hack number two, define your why. At seven, I had no idea why one would want to learn to play the piano. My parents probably signed me up because I spent countless hours entertaining myself with compositions of my own. Admittedly, they probably sounded nothing like what I imagined they did. At 30, I wanted to play the piano for my own enjoyment. I actually found a few old piano lesson books and taught myself some songs. That period of self-teaching provided a form of escape in a noisy household. Since the girls had lessons, they understood the concept of letting someone practice in peace. And what mom doesn't crave 30 minutes of peace? Although the concept of playing piano sounds cool, at this point in my life, I'd rather learn how to properly use a flash with my DSLR camera. Piano playing won't advance my dream of having my photographs published in magazines. Learning how to use a flash properly will. Take time to think about what you'd like to learn and why you'd like to learn it. If you want to learn something now that someone told you you couldn't when you were a kid, go for it. Some personality types thrive when they try to prove others wrong. Hack number three, discover your learning bent. Not everyone enjoys learning in the same way for different tasks. For example, if you tell me how to change the oil in my FJ Cruiser while I sit inside in my comfy chair, my eyes will glaze over. Take me outside and point out the location of the oil filter, the oil pan, where to loosen the bolt, and what to do with the oil, and I can do it again. No problem. Likewise, when people try to give me directions to a new location, I fail miserably, unless I draw a map as they speak. I find it especially difficult to follow directions in California, because Californians take away the normal prefix of highways and freeways. Highway 101, I-15, and just say, Get on the 15 and exit on the 52. Even though I don't always follow verbal directions, I learn a lot by listening. I'd rather listen to biographies than read them. Maybe because I can speed up the narrator. Whatever the case, we have different preferences or bents for learning different things. Find a teacher, whether a friend, family member, or someone you pay, who will explain things in a way you'll understand. If your learning endeavor stalls, don't question your ability question your teacher. Maybe you'll need to find someone else. If you don't want to offend someone, start out by watching YouTube videos. Most experts agree that learning styles don't really exist, but go ahead and evaluate yourself. How do you like to learn? It doesn't have to fit one of the traditional learning styles either. Maybe you like an odd combination. That's perfectly all right. Figure out the best ways for you to learn and learn that way. Hack number four, remember baby steps. We don't have to learn to run before we can walk. In fact, folks encouraged us to crawl, toddle with trepidation, walk, and finally run. Don't use the excuse that you can't perform at the level of a master to dissuade you from taking baby steps to learn a new skill. Pay attention to your inner narrative and remind it that you can't do it yet. But one day, you'll master the skill you want to learn. For more on growth mindset and the power of the word yet, check out Self-Care Hacks episode 034. Hack number five, find a cheering section. Look for like-minded people at community colleges, community centers, churches, or studios for the creative arts. If you don't want to learn alone, find some company and cheer them on. When we lift others up, 
they tend to reciprocate. Tell family members you trust about how you want to foster a growth mindset. Start small by asking a family member to teach you something. If you find it difficult to imagine learning new things, find safe people to learn from and start small. Your confidence will build as you learn new skills. It's never too late to foster a growth mindset. One of the most famous American artists from the 1950s and 1960s started her painting career later in life. Grandma Moses didn't have the opportunity to pursue an art career until she turned 78. For the next 23 years, she awed audiences with her fresh paintings of rural America. Who knows? You may become a Grandma Moses in your later years. Or maybe you'll build a telescope or a robot. But you won't know unless you foster a growth mindset and take risks to learn something new. Whatever you do, don't forget these self-care hacks for fostering a growth mindset. Hack number one, examine your narrative. Hack number two, define your why. Hack number three, discover your learning bent. Hack number four, take baby steps. Hack number five, find a cheering section. Come back next week when I talk about how to help your kids have a growth mindset. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.